Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is The Vault by Access Hollywood. We're taking you on an epic journey into the heart of Hollywood with iconic interviews and fascinating conversations from the biggest stars in the business. The Vault opens now. Oh, shoot. Welcome back to the podcast. We're here at The Vault by Access Hollywood, and we're about to press play on some pretty iconic interviews. I'm Scott Evans. And I am Zuri Hall. Oh, listen. I don't even know. Zuri, I don't even know how to begin this episode because this time, the trip that we're taking to The Vault is, Mm -hmm. you know, one of my favorite people on the planet. Oh, one of our favorite people. She is queen. She reigns supreme. Supreme. Singer songwriter, actress, fashion icon, beauty mogul. We're talking about Robin Rihanna Fenty, or as the island refers to her as Rihanna. Rihanna, Rihanna. It's so funny because the island calls her Robin, but the BBC calls her one of the best-selling artists of all time. Mm. And it's no-brainer, right? She's Mm -hmm. got nine Grammys. In 2019, Forbes named her the richest female musician in the world, wow, which is kind of interesting because in twenty or two thousand nine, uh, I think it was Business Insider said that she was basically close to bankruptcy. What? That How? she sued her accounting firm due to gross mismanagement mm. of her money. So ten years later, wow! Not only did she that, bounce back, <laughs> top of the charts. Not just musically now, the richest female musician in the world. Right. For, I mean, it's, it's, it's baffling. But think about all of the music that she has made. Mm-hmm. What would be your go-to Rihanna oh song? That is impossible. Because she just was the soundtrack to college for me, to post-college. She's like, are we allowed to say bitch? She was like my bad bitch anthem maker, if we can <laughs> use it in that context. Because she just had all the hits. Okay, so when I'm in my feelings, okay, okay. no. So college F boy era, take a bow. And I'm like, you Ooh. look so dumb right now, as told to you by Rihanna. Take the bow. And they're just like, okay, Zuri, we get it. You listen to Rihanna and I'm a DJ. You would really be <laughs> quoting Rihanna. You would be quoting Rihanna. Honestly, and I wish I was making this up. Not verbally out loud, my Facebook statuses, my passive aggressive emo Facebook statuses. When we were so young, we didn't realize that shouldn't be a thing. Let's not. Let's it skip still that is part. a thing for people. <laughs> I learned it's, early. I had to I had to go offline with my emotions. That back cryptic in the day, caption. Ooh, I will hit you with a Rihanna lyric so quick, and you're gonna be like, Well, that's that. I guess I'm out of her life now. <laughs> See? So 
So you say you say take a bow and with the cryptic caption. With the cryptic captions. I loved when we found love. Like that was just Mm. what I loved most about that hit was it was experimental for her. It was the first time that I felt she was starting to go into that EDM dance Mm -hmm. territory that was becoming super popular in the States at the time. And I remember the music video and just the color and the vibes. It was when she was really, in my opinion, stepping into her own in a new way. And I realized oh we're not going to get the same rihanna this year as we got last year we're not getting Mm -hmm. the same rihanna next year as we did this year so i just need to brace myself for the wave and i love it because she keeps us guessing but do you remember her first song do you remember rihanna's Um, first ponder replay no doubt had to be oh wow you were quick with it and she had that little uh crop top the belly button was showing she had those low sagging hip here's the thing about the pants she made people think that that was a one look fits all and it is not Right. It should have came It is not name. for everybody. Only Rihanna In fact, can do this successfully, thanks. Ooh, it was rough. It was a that was a rough Was it a college, rough year, Scott? It was a rough college experience. I was like, ladies. Yeah, Ponder Replay to thank for it. Ponder Replay. She was 17 when she recorded that single. Um, and the album, I think Music of the Sun, it was one of my favorite albums that she's ever done, to be honest with you, because really? it has that like undeniable island, island yeah. sound through and through that she's kind of returned to time and time again. Mm-hmm. Um, the video has close to 134 million views on YouTube. Wow. How many are you responsible for? <laughs> I, let's talk percentages. It makes me seem less stalkery. Uh, 5%? Don't do the math on that. <laughs> I kid, I kid, but I watched it a couple of times. It's a good video. <laughs> it is. It is a good video. We've been, though, with Rihanna since the very beginning, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think one of our first shoots with her, and this is the really cool thing about Access Hollywood, is that we, especially when it comes to music and film, we are we spot talent early yeah. on and so we get a hold of some of these acts before they really really right, blow up right. and so i think we were actually on set with her in 2005 for her uh follow-up single if it's loving that you want mm. when it was on the beach remember that one yeah if it's loving that you want you should make me young girl and she was dancing she had the backup dancers i was like ooh. and she you know so we she should couldn't have, she wasn't even 20 yet then right she couldn't have exactly been 20. exactly we should call this podcast Karaoke by <laughs> Axis Hollywood. Are you telling me to stop singing? Do I need to shut no, up? No, 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 no. Our producers Thanks are saying, no, we've already picked the name. We're sticking with <laughs> the, the name. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. Her career really took off and has really not looked back. I mean, she nope. has been one of those artists that has leveled up every single album. Yeah. And collaborated really successfully. Paul McCartney, DJ Khaled, you got Kendrick yeah. Lamar. You've also got Eminem. Mm. I mean, this was a major, mm. major single. Love the Way You Lie off of Eminem's 2010, I think it was Recovery album. This yes. was a big deal because think yeah. about the time in both of their lives, right? Mm-hmm. For Rihanna in particular, this would have been following that um, horrific uh um altercation with chris brown yeah the super public breakup and um 
she's even she's even called it i mean it was one of the most humiliating experiences of her entire life mm. uh, i think she was having a conversation with oprah and we'll yeah. talk about that on the other side of this clip but it was it was i mean this song was the first time we really heard from her musically right. after that right so right. in this clip you're about to hear from 2010 She's joining forces with Eminem and collabing on Love the Way You Lie. Let's head to the vault now. Well, Eminem, I actually got the call from them. And, um, you know, it's something that, you know, we, we've both experienced, you know, on different sides, different ends of the table. And it, it just was authentic. It was real. It was believable for us to do a record like that. And it's also something that needed to be done. And the way he did it was so clever. Uh, you know, he pretty much just broke down the cycle of domestic violence. And it's something that a lot of people don't have a lot of insight on. So this song was really, really, it's really a powerful song. And it touches a lot of people. Now, did you have any apprehension um, doing it because of the lyrics? Not at all. Not at all. Actually, because I, Eminem is, is an artist of class. And I knew if he sent me a record, there, there must be something to it. it. It, it couldn't just be, oh, duh, she was in that relationship, so we have to get her. It, it was really a deep song, and the lyrics were so deep, so beautiful and intense, and it's something that I understood, something that I connected with, which made me think it was a hit, and I want to be a part of a hit, so of course I couldn't say no to Eminem. So this was, uh, I think, right as. Re was kicking off the last girl on earth tour mm -hmm. and we were invited to sit down with her uh, after one of her shows and if you've ever been to a rihanna concert you know she leaves it all on the stage i still haven't i have not what? been graced with i know i would love to rihanna what's up let me you know get a ticket i'll sit in the nose please but i haven't i haven't been able to see her live yet which is kind of unbelievable all things considered because i love yeah, her considering music. she's been I've on tour for 37 album. years i know but i just you know what it is this is not about any specific artist i just kind of got into the live music game in the last few years when it came to like big concerts and stuff like that. Cause back in the day, the way my budget was set up, we weren't buying tickets for, for <laughs> shows now. And I just, I just got to Hollywood, started talking on these carpets a few good years ago. So. Oh, okay. So now I understand you know? why you, why you were late to Taylor Swift. I can't stand you, but yeah. <laughs> I you went didn't to a know the etiquette. concert one time. You didn't the know the protocol. Yeah, I fumbled on, on the T-Swift on the meet and greet moment. But I've learned. So when Robin has that next concert, I'm going to be early, gift and toe, a la Scott Evans. Listen, I'm it works. Denim jacket. Oh, I don't doubt you know, it. You just want to be, you just want to be, you want to be, feed the moment. You know what I'm saying? Feed the moment. Lean in, lean into yeah. the moment. Running I love Julia how um, in that interview clip from from our vault, how open she was about such an, a potentially uncomfortable and difficult topic. The fact that she answered and was like, no, no hesitation at all. I love that because there's so many people who can relate to what she went through in that mm -hmm. phase of her life. And there's so much stigma and taboo and sometimes shame 
that swirls around it. So for someone to be able to be like, there's nothing to be ashamed of. I, I didn't hesitate at all. I was happy to dig deeper and shine a light on this sort of relationship, this love-hate dynamic, the fact that she acknowledges directly domestic violence. Um, there's power in that. And, and I can only imagine how comforting and empowering that is for someone listening to it who feels like, okay, I feel seen or understood, or there's a little bit of comfort in knowing I'm not the only one who's been through a situation like that. And music is medicine. And so to me, it's important to cover all sorts of topics. And, and I love that she was able to go here so fearlessly. And, you know, it's, it's, it's also one thing, you know, we see, we've seen so many artists who will leave all of their commentary in their music, right? You've got Beyonce's who's like, I'm not doing an interview. I've said it all, and I've, I've done a, 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 a listen to the album, listen to the the extended video. Like that, that's where all of the information you need from me is. And so to know that there are artists, and I'm not knocking Beyonce in, by any means in this regard, but to know that there are artists who you can still have, you can still go to with questions about, like, did you have any apprehension? That question yeah. in itself, you know what I mean, is can feel like a, I would, I would imagine like a weighted, mm -hmm. you know, like a point, a very, it's a very direct it question. It is a direct question. Yeah. And so to hear her say no, because one, the art was real. The experience is real. Um, but to know that that wasn't a ground rule, like that she, right. that we couldn't talk about that, you know, that she's open that kind of way. And if you've ever interviewed Rihanna, you know that she has this kind of playful openness, mm -hmm. um, but also, this real directness. We've all seen the viral moments on, on social up, media so, where you come with her way. with a real sideways question and no she's like, now, nah, do you really think I'm about to answer that question? <laughs> you really think that's about to happen? You gotta love her. You gotta love it though. Cause she's one of those people who she's so chill. She's so warm. It's just like, come correct and you're good. Come at me crazy. I, I make no guarantees about how, how this plays out. And I love that. And I think that's why fans respect her. That's why the media respects her. You can't, she doesn't give you anything to hate or come crazy at, you know what I mean? So if there's a problem, it's you. <laughs> like you got, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's really all it comes down to. Um, our second clip from The Vault is actually from 2017. Uh, now we know she's had eight studio albums, but outside of that, Rihanna's known for being a titan in the beauty industry. I remember when she first announced that Fenty Beauty was coming mm -hmm. out and it felt a little bit before every celebrity was starting to come out with like a beauty line or whatever, cosmetic, skin, fashion. So she felt very ahead of the curve on this. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. what I remember standing out to me about Fenty Beauty is when she released the images, the photos with all of the shades and you could feel every cosmetics line clutch their figurative pearls <laughs> because she had five shades for every one that you know a, a technical competitor would have had and i was like okay well let's go because this is the first time in forever that i'm seeing shades where 
I know I'm gonna have a fit and I know my best friend is gonna have a fit and I know my cousin who is you know five shades lighter or darker is gonna have a fit it just felt so inclusive and it Mm -hmm. wasn't inclusive because we've got a couple shades for black girls too it was like no black people people of color period even non-black women and men um come in all different shades and all different complexions and it took a woman of color at the forefront to acknowledge that and say no we don't check off the two two black girl colors Mm -hmm. we need Mm -hmm. a whole lineup for that too and i love that she pushed for that and the success the immediate success of the brand was a testament to the fact that she knew what was up and she provided um a need because there was a hole in the market yeah she has said uh that the reason fenty came to be was that she was tired of not being able to find the things that fit her skin Mm-hmm. You know, and the, and if they did, if they did exist, they were crazy expensive um, or crazy toxic. Um, she also said that she doesn't create anything that she can't see her very closest people enjoying. Mm-hmm. And so to know that there was this big hole in the market, um, she jumped in it. Yeah, she, she jumped did. in it. And she, yes, she and did. she is so, you know, there are some celebrities who like put their name on it and then keep it yeah. moving. No, she is in, the, involved in that. every, from the bottle mm-hmm. to the texture to yeah. the color. Yeah, it's incredible. She's, she's so invested. Now, when Fenty Beauty launched, at that point, she had released the fragrances. But up until that point, that was it. So this was a really big deal. We have Rihanna uh, talking to Access Hollywood in 2017 at the actual launch party for Fenty Beauty, uh, discussing, you know, the diverse group of women that she wants to share her line with. So give this a listen really important for me when I started this, especially when I knew that we were starting with foundation, when I felt like that was where I wanted to begin this process. And when you're doing something like that, you want to fill a void. You want to really take advantage of pleasing girls who felt left out for so long and covering shades of of all tones. I want women of all cultures and races from all over the world to feel included and to have fun with my my line. I made makeup for women, so they should all have a piece of it, you know? Everyone always remembers the first time they buy their first part of their makeup. <laughs> Do you remember yours, what it was? Hmm, it probably was lip gloss when I was too young to be rarely wearing makeup. But then when I really started wearing makeup, it was the foundation that I started with. And I was hooked as I just was like obsessed with how perfect my skin looked. It was all even and after that it was like every day, every day I wanted to put it on and now now we're making and foundation. And now it paid off. Full circle. Woo, full circle. She's making the foundation that she first fell in love with all those years ago as a Mm -hmm. young girl. I love how business-minded she is. I love how inclusive she is with the products she creates. It's very similar. You can feel... um, What I think is that what Rihanna does, she sort of leads with this idea of inclusivity, of inclusion across the board. In her music, it brings people together of all races, backgrounds, cultures, countries, nationalities. Same thing with the makeup and with the lingerie line even. Like Savage by Fenty, that is such an inclusive brand. You have all shapes and sizes. I remember rushing to go to the website and buy my little bra, you know? And I loved that the website, when I looked and I browsed and I shopped, 
you got all sorts of shapes and sizes. Any woman could log on and feel seen and supported and considered when mm -hmm. shopping. So I love that she lets that sort of lead the way. That's her North Star for anything she creates. What's really cool about the way that she creates to me, and I agree with you about the inclusion, there, you know, diversity is a buzzword right now, right? Inclusion is the real action, right? And to, to be, and from the, the center pillar, not just the marketing, right? She's highly effective at marketing to a, a wide group of people making them feel seen, but she's also creating, right? Think about the Fenty runway show. That show had, the, the first one in particular, had every age represented. It had every size, every shape, every uh, v varied gender expressions mm -hmm. and identities. There was a woman who walked on that runway who did not have legs from the knee down. Mm. She walked the runway. You know what I'm saying? Like things yeah. we had never seen in a runway show before. I've said this even to her. I feel like you've taken over the spot of the Victoria's Secret runway show. Mm. And, and you've earned this kind of clout. You know, she's nominated, the, the, the show was nominated for choreography um, in its first season uh, or its first release. I'm excited to see, you know, now that it's just released uh, not too long ago to see what, how the industry responds to this new show. Yeah. But she said to me that Fenty was actually created as a love letter to her mother. And I that her mother that. was the first person to ever do a full face of makeup on her. Really? And that she just remembered that connection to her mom yeah, so and special. that energy transfer, yeah. right? And so to know that it's brought her such success mm -hmm. uh, is a really, really cool thing. And I, you know, it's, it's funny because you, you, I'm, I don't know that necessarily this podcast is the place for this kind of conversation, but you almost, you root for her in a kind of way that maybe you wouldn't typically root for people you don't know. Like you just want Rihanna to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. against all odds, because somehow you feel like her winning brings everybody else up. Mm-hmm. You know well, what that's I mean? the thing, because because she's so inclusive, because she considers all of her fans and her fans come from all corners of the earth and all sorts yeah. of backgrounds and experiences. The Navy. Um, yeah, exactly. How could you not want her to win when she wants you to win? You you feel that reflected back at you because when she's, you know, casting for the Savage um, line, for the Savage runway show, when she's considering new complexions for Fenty Beauty, when she's making music she's considering you and and giving you content or you know makeup or items fashion items that help you win in your everyday life and she's you know unturning she's turning over every stone and she's crossing every t and she's dotting every mm -hmm. i and so that sort of consideration anybody it doesn't matter if you're a global superstar or my next door neighbor when someone considers you in that way you, you can't help but want to return that that human favor or acknowledgement so mm -hmm. it makes total sense to me you know that she is she's the people's princess of who we call it of beauty of of makeup of of music of, of all of these things our our bahan princess <laughs> well uh i'm i'm gonna say this right now then Zuri. i i 
I consider you. You know, like in the, you know, I, 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 I really? consider you. I consider you. You always, you, Scott, you always hit me with like such a deep moment unexpectedly. And I'm just this like Gemini spaz who's like, wait, oh, God, are we going deep? I did I not was... catch a memo. You're so good at seamlessly being like, da 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 da. I am having the deepest exchange of energy with you right now. And my ass takes like five extra minutes just to catch up. I thought, that's, I thought you were leading, you were leading me to the, you were leading me to no, the, I consider I'm, I'm you jo- I'm mostly joking, but, and that's what I love about you. Well, thank you. I consider and see you also. And that, not to get all woo-woo, and this is probably going to get out of the podcast, or probably our producers are going to get this out. Or like, yeah, time. But that's, that's what I love so much about, you know, our team and what we're doing here is the fact that there is so much consideration and so much care for the people that we're working with. And I think that's mm-hmm. why we're able to create content in the way that we do. And it's special and the energy comes through. Perhaps it's why we have a vault in the first place. I think it is. I think yeah. it is. Yeah. I love that you ready for another clip? circle. And eh, eh. bring yeah. it back, bring yeah. it back. Clip three. Are you ready? Clip you three. ready for another clip? Give it to us. Okay. So we were talking about Fenty. We're also talking about the first time, I'm pretty sure it was the first time that I actually ever interviewed Rihanna. Now, I had yeah. met her before. Mm-hmm. I, had, I, had, I have stood uncomfortably close to her <laughs> before. Where? Where was We're not going to get into another it. Another NDA? It's, we need bonus it. episodes because I have questions. And if I have questions, I know the <laughs> listeners have questions. And it's All not I'm gonna right that we don't want to answer. All I'm going to say is that I was standing in a place that I should not have been standing in and <laughs> she noticed. Really? <gasps> Wait. Yes. Did she That's tell all you I'm going to say. I didn't realize I shouldn't be standing there until it was too late. Oh, no. So... <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> until it was too late. But in this interview, we sat down with her exclusively in 2020, earlier this year, and she was talking about the the launch of Fenty Skin. Now, I have used Fenty, her makeup line for the show, yeah. since I found it, to be honest yeah, with same. you. same. It's amazing. It's amazing. And so then when she when she said she was launching this Fenty Skin, I was like, yeah, come, in, come listen, sit, <laughs> would you just send it over here? Would you just right. send it on over my way? So she's got everything from like the moisturizers, the toner, the cleanser, and... We also talked about, you know, in 2019, she said that she was going to release the album. There would be new music in 2019. (laughs) And so then 2019 ended and there there was no music. And the the Navy Navy, was like, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, Robin. Robin. (laughs) It looks like we just said Happy New Year and there was no drop. There was no midnight drop. <laughs> Do you remember the meme? It was like, it's all lies. It's she all lied. Lies. Right here on the paper. <laughs> so, of course, we had to talk about that. We did the, the interview virtually, but she clowned me so hard. Oh she clowned me so hard. But this is a moment where I asked her about how the pandemic was affecting her creatively. Here's what she said about how she's trying to juggle everything and the holdup behind the release of the rumor to be called R9. Take a listen. Oh, well, R9 has been affected tremendously over the years, basically because I've got, I've got other, other babies to tend to. And so it's not all of my attention on one, but I love making music. So I never neglect it. I always get to it and get back to it. But there's, there's other things on, on the on the carousel now. So I have to 
pay attention to everything and, and, and stay on top of everything. I'm just that way. And music sometimes takes a hit naturally because um, these other things are, 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 are crucial in terms of timelines and production. And there's so much that people will never understand that goes on behind the, behind the scenes. But I love what I do. And it all started with music and music is still my first love. And, and so I can't wait to put something out that I'm, I'm really proud of and excited about. Um, and and it, it probably is gonna be sooner than my fans think, but I'm just gonna leave that alone. Cause I was gonna say, no more dates. I got, I got enough. <laughs> stress and questions and R9 and where's the album comment they don't leave me alone but I, know I, have, I haven't neglected them like I still got you music is still my baby you know I never ever in my life thought about that but I want to feel proud about everything I'm putting out even right now mm-hmm. so that even when I'm not here, it, it's something that I, I still felt great about. I believed in it's affected people. It's impacted their lives. And they felt that with their, their sincerity. And I could just, I could just be as honest and true to myself as I can be. And, and I don't think about like, what's the, the headline when I leave, like, mm-hmm. because I wouldn't be true to myself if I did. I just want to be who I am and be the best at, uh, at that. Think about the fact that, you know, the last time we heard an album from Rihanna was the anti-album in 2016. She mm. told me that the, the first day she went to the studio to work on that album, she was photographed and it blew up like a paparazzi got a photo of her and it blew up all over the place and th- and people thought the album was almost done and so they started hounding her in every interview every where she went everything she was promoting we came back to when is the album out and she was like yeah. i just started right, the album right, right. you know what it i mean it was worth the wait though cuz that album went so hard so <laughs> good when that was needed me right honestly rihanna's been giving me facebook statuses and instagram captions <laughs> She hasn't stopped now that I think about it. Because I stayed with the needed me moment. I was good on my own. That's the way it was. Okay, we get it. You don't need no man, girl. You don't need no man. Okay. You are an independent black woman. In America. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Rihanna. Uh, But no, that album did go super hard. I can't believe that it's been four years which is how you know when we get this album, whenever we get this album, it is going to bang. Because what I love is when an artist is not afraid to take their time and they are not so um, overly concerned with people just wanting something that they'll mm-hmm. put out anything. I think Adele is another really good example of that. Someone who's like, I got to go live life before I can come back, write about it and sing it. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're just going to keep getting these manufactured copy, um, carbon copy pop singles, you know, that some artists put out and those go hard too, but in a very superficial way. But Mm -hmm. when an artist steps away for a couple of years, lives some life and says, wait, I got to get into the studio and let this out. Mm -hmm. It goes so much further. So I know. And think about, think about also though, think about also, she's already done that churn, right? Where it was year after year, 
mm-hmm. a quarter after quarter. Here's her, another yeah. single. Here's number another number one. You know what I mean? She's already yeah. done that. Now she's like, I'm in control, and exactly. you'll get it when I get, get it, it to you. When you get it, and it's not like she hasn't been giving everybody all these other things anyway. Like she said, she's got the carousel going, and I love that she's able to, you know, reprioritize. That she's willing to say, music is my first love, but. I'm a person, I'm a human, and I evolve and I grow and I have evolved into having other loves. You know, Mm -hmm. some people I feel like they don't want to completely own the fact that I'm changing. I have new priorities. Mm -hmm. I have other loves now because Mm -hmm. they're so afraid that if they change or evolve, they'll alienate a fan base or, you know, people won't get it anymore. But again, to what, you know, Rihanna said in that, in that interview, she's true to herself and that's all that she's really concerned about is making sure that she maintains that truth and the truth sometimes means you wake up and you're different today than you were before yeah and it was it was cool because in the interview when i was asking her about her about what legacy looks like to her you know we every every time we we have these interviews with with these celebrities in a lot of cases we're asking them about what's happening right now or what happened on instagram or in social media or um, uh, and pop culture not too long ago. So to ask her to look to the future yeah. was like a, it was like she stopped mm-hmm. and she was like, man, I don't know if I've ever, if mm-hmm. I've ever stopped long enough to think about that. And to be right. honest, part of my question to her about that was to, to know, was I wanted to know if she saw a family in her future. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know if she saw um, uh, a return to Barbados you know, mm-hmm. like full time or, you know, that kind of thing in her future. And so to know did that she, she was like, the, did she give you the gems? Did she tell you if she moving to Barbados? Well, she did tell me, I, you know, cause you know, she, she grew up with rules around makeup. Like she couldn't really wear it till oh, a certain right, age. Right. No red and lips. I was, I've been there. Exactly. I've been there. Exactly. And I was like, are you going to be that way with, you know, oh, when, you, when you have a daughter in the future, you know, with your kids? And she was like, no, nah, I mean, I don't really know if I'm going to have like rules like that. And I was like, Ugh. Yes. <laughs> right. so, so you about to wait. Uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's a little I was nugget. like, that's oh, a gem. That's, right, I'll a little, say that a little, little nugget. It's a little nugget. Oh, and then she flipped right into the conversation around yeah. her niece and how, yeah. oh, you know, she's yeah. really loving the relationship with her niece mm-hmm. and how she's really, I think, also kind of um, uh, taken on a very protective and also supplemental motherly role, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you know, to her niece. And so yeah. to see that kind of relationship playing out yeah. um, the way it has, I think also maybe I don't want to speak for her, but I think it also maybe um, fulfills kind of some of that energy or some of that right. desire to expand yeah. her own family. But yeah. Yeah. listen, I'm d- here for all of it. Here for it. Sign us up. Whatever is included in this legacy that she's building, it's going to be, you know, so inspiring as it has been. And we'll continue to push boundaries and make Mm -hmm. space and create space for people who, you know, traditionally haven't felt that there has been space for them. And that's a part of what I love about her. She definitely has, you know, no signs of slowing down. Her Savage by Fenty show volume two actually was just presented by Amazon Prime Video. And that was super recent. I remember everybody being super excited on social about that. Mm -hmm. Scott, you talked a little bit to the the inclusion that we felt and saw the representation on that catwalk. She has an Amazon documentary coming out in 2021. Apparently, it's been in the works for four years. So maybe that's why we ain't getting the album. She's spilling all the tea in the in the documentary. Y'all gonna have to get this streamer. 
if you want to know what's been going on. You want to have There we go. There we go. I'm not mad at it. You got to love the strategy. (laughs) You got to love it. Um, In spring of 2019, Rihanna was the first woman and woman of color to launch a fashion label with the luxury group Moet Hennessy Louis Vuitton. Do you remember when that big announcement came out? And I was like, oh, she? MHLV? Big time, big time. Yeah, no, that was major. It was major. They've never ever they're like new brands we mm-hmm. don't do new brands mm-hmm. we don't we don't need no mm-hmm. new friends we are a house we have been here this is we this did. is legacy okay but when rihanna shows up and says she want to talk about some things some you better things hop into that conversation and get in where you fit in the bad gal sits down exactly. that bad gal sits down but not okay. miss that blessing now come on they knew what was up <laughs> <laughs> um do you think that we'll ever see with everything else that she has going on that we'll ever see her acting again because remember she had oceans eight she had the battleship appearance remember when that film came out do we think we'll see her more in this scripted space i think it's possible but i think she's going to stay with small roles mm. i think i think that that commit that time she's interested in too many things to really want to do a whole lot of that. I could yeah. be, I could be wrong, yeah. but I think that sh- her, her interests now are so varied that the, the roles in like yeah. oceans eight, it was the perfect amount of time. Just in and out. Yeah. Give a little something, something, but you can keep on with everything else on the carousel. Exactly. On the carousel. Well, I want to see her in more stuff. I, I love, I loved seeing her on screen in that one, especially. I feel like with Ocean's Eight, it was just so her vibe and like seeing mm-hmm. her step into that character and that energy was really cool. So well, you remember we'll Guava Island with yeah, Childish with, Gambino? Uh, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, yeah. Like the love interest. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's so funny because Rihanna is gorgeous and Donald Glover is a handsome guy. Yeah. But there was not one second. I was like, oh yeah, that's, yep, that's his girl. That's his girl. You wouldn't buy it? You wouldn't buy the matchup? I couldn't, I just, and I wanted to, I was like, yeah, that's, that's my man, that's my man's. Right. No. However. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys, make sure you join us next time on The Vault by Access Hollywood. We're going to make another trip into all of this goodness, all of these throwbacks, these secret things that you've never heard, that sometimes we've never heard. You're not going to want to miss it because you never know what the next throwback is going to be. Make sure you subscribe for more, okay? You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or quite literally wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you on the next one. The Vault by Access Hollywood is hosted by Scott Evans and Zuri Hall, produced by Access Hollywood Digital's Jenny Depper and Rebecca Zamer, and Digital Media Management's Grant Rudder, Audrey Povar, and Ryan Middledorf, and Trey Boudet. Join us next week when we open up that vault again for more iconic celebrity interviews and all things entertainment. Rate, subscribe, and share.